0: The Gemara says, The spoken word has a lot of power. Therefore, regarding a bad thing, a person shouldn't tell someone else, you know, if this bad thing had happened to you, then blank and blank. But good things are okay to tell another person. The Gemara says that used to bite his nails in the base on Cholomite. From here we learned, number one, that it's okay to cut nails on And Today we know this is okay, but it's only okay with the Shinoi. Number two, it's okay to bite them off. And number three, it's okay to throw them on the floor as long as women do not walk there. Since if women are there and they're pregnant, it's a sakana if they step on nails. Since kshafim are connected to nails and a woman can miscarry if she steps on them. The Gemara says it's motor to cut a mustache on halamayd, as we learn in Shulchanar Simen at Lamed Aleph, whether it disturbs a person's mouth for eating or not. Pare Melech Mitzrayim, in the days of Moshe, was only one Amma tall, his beard was one Amma long, and his Eber HaTashmish was more than one Amma long. The Mishnah as background. Writing is normally Osr on Chalamoid, especially if it's Maisa Uman. But in cases of Dovr HaOvud, it may even be Mutter with Maisa Uman. And the Mishnah says, for example, these things are Mutter to write on Khalamoid. Shtar Starget, Shtar Get, Shtar khayv, a will, a pruzbel, which is a transferring of loan to Bezden, so a person can collect during Shemitah, or a receipt. In Simen Tovkuf Memhe, the mission adds the heter of the Yerushalmi that social correspondence is also mutter to write on cholomoyd, as long as it's done maisahedjit, and it's done with a shinoy and it's a tzotzarech hamayd. And the Gemara says, although an esuin is osar on cholomoyd, because we say ein ma'arvin simcha bis but an erisin is mutter since it's a davar ha'ovud. What makes it a davar ha'ovud? Because we say, if a person does not marry this woman now, another person may come along and take this woman quicker, right now, before he has a chance to marry her. I think, asks, how is this possible? We know Amar Ab Yehuda, Amar Shmuel, how is it possible that a person has to now rush and marry this woman, we know that it's predetermined before a person is born who it is is going to marry. So what's the chashash? What does he have to rush? Let him wait a week and this woman will still be available because it was predetermined who he was going to marry. So the Gemari answers that someone else could change this, degre- this decree via tefillah. Although it's predetermined who a person is going to marry, but another person who may want that other woman could be misbal. And it'll end up, if he's misbal, he could take away the person's wife even though it was predetermined. But the Gemara says that a person should not be mispal for a specific woman that uh, he would want to marry. of If this person is, if it's predetermined that this woman should be for this person, then he's going to marry her anyway. And if it's not predetermined, then he's being kaifer ba Hashem. So he should not be mispal that way. Rather, a person should be mispal that his shidduch should come b'karif, but not on a specific person. The Gemara says that we have psukim from the Torah, from naviyim and k'suvim, that Hashem picks the shidduch for a person but Hashem picks a specific wife for every single man, and we know from Chumash by Lavan regarding Rivka, it says May Hashem yatsa hadaver. They all agree that May Hashem hadaver. Therefore, we learn from there that it's predetermined who a person is married because Hashem determines that in advance. The Mishnah: One cannot write a shtar chayv on Chalamaid unless the two people writing them do not trust each other, or the sefer needs money for food. It's also to write a sefer tyra, tfilin and mezuzas on cholamayim since you can use a different one. You don't need that specific one. Rabbi Yehuda says it's okay to write tefillin and mezuzahs for a person's own self-use. In of Memhe, the Shokhanarach says that a tzibor can correct a Sefer Torah and Chalamoid if they do not have another Sefer Torah, since this falls under the kal of Tzorchei Ravim. Dafyotas. The Gemara. According to Rabbi mayor, one can even write tefillin as a gift for someone else. According to Rabbi Yehuda, it's okay Vidara Charama. But according to Rabbi Yaisi, it's okay to write Stam for the purposes of Parnassah. Someone want to bring a Raya from this Gemara that we are supposed to wear Tefillin on Chalomide. We know this if we wear Tefillin on Chalomide. Someone want to bring a Raya from here because of this Gemara that we are supposed to wear Tefillin on Chalomide. Taisvi says that we know that Yantav is considered an ice. And Tefillin are also considered an ice. Le ice is Lushan by Tefillin. We know this from the Gemara Lam and Vav. And since we already have the ice of Yantiv and the ice of Chalamaid, potentially, therefore we do not need we not need to wear tefillin on Chalamaid, because we already have the ice of Yantav. We know that this union of whether we wear tefillin on Chalamaid is learned in Simen Lamed Aleph. It's, a machleik, it's in Shulchan Aruch. The machaber says tefillin are also to wear on Khalamaid, since we already have the ice of Khalamaid. And the Ramah says we do wear tefillin on Khalamaid because only Yantav is considered an ice, but Khalamaid is not the Mishnah, as background. The period of Avelis begins not after death, but after the Kfura. And there are three parts to Avelis. Number one, Gzeras Shiva, which is seven days, where a person cannot wash, cannot do laundry, cannot work, cannot give shalom, cannot cut his hair, etc. Number two, gzerus shlishim, which is 30 days, continuation of cutting hair, as well as a number of other halachas. And finally, number three, for parents specifically, that a person has certain types of Avelas for a period of 12 months. And the Mishnah says, If the Kavura was three days before Yantav, Yantav is mevatel the rest of Shiva. We paskin, even after one hour of Avelas, Yantav is mevatel the rest of Shiva. In general, Shabbos counts as one of the seven days of Shiva, but does not cancel it. Mashainken Yantav cancel Shiva, but does not count as days. I.e., if someone is nifter on Yantav, a person must wait till after Yantav, then he begins counting the seven days of Shiva. All of this is because Yontef has a special mitzvah of Simcha and Avelos contradicts this. After the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed, Shvuas counted like Shabbos and cannot cancel Avelos. The same is true with Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. We don't Pasuken like this. According to Rabbi Gamliel, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur are like Regolim. According to Chachamim, Shvuas is like a Regol. Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur are like Shabbos. We actually pasuken today that anything, um, not only um, Sukkis and Pesach, but also Shvuas, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, all count as regalim, and if a person sits one hour of shiva before them, these, any of these amamtayvim come along and are mavatal the entire period of shiva. And the Gevara says, if the burial was at least eight days before a regal, shloishim becomes batal, and he can even take a haircut before yantav. Abishal holds miksasayam Kikula, so as long as he fulfills part of the day seven as shiva, the next part of the day counts as the beginning of the shleishem. This is how we pasken, that we hold Kikule, kikule Gabi Avelis. We pasken like Abishal, since we say halacha kedivre the be'avah. The Indian of shleishem, we learn from Nazir. Just like he cannot cut hair for 30 days, this is a period of stam naziris, here too, shleishim is for 30 days. The Gemara says the first three days of avelus must be full days, and we do not say miktasayim kikule. And finally, the says if someone was Niftar two days before Yantav, the Ava must complete five more days after Yontav. And as we mentioned, we don't Pasukam like this. Tavchav. Does Yontav count as days of the 30 days of Shlesham or not? The Masukam is that it is counted. The Indian of seven days of Shiva is learned from Chag, which is also seven days long. If a person hears about a death after a long time, which is called a Shmua Rechaika, he hears it after 30 days after the person was nifter, then he only keeps one day of Avelas. From the Pasuk Acharei Rabim L'hatois we learn yachid V'Ravim halocha kirabim. except here by Avelas where we Pasuken like the Mekel. Kiva says a Shmur only counts one day of Avelas. The Gemara says normally when one hears news of a death he must do Kriya. What if it was a Shmur Achaika? He heard it after 30 days after the person was nifter 30 days later. So the Gemara answers then he's Pater from Kriya since we only do Kriya when we have Shiva. In other words, only when it's a shmur kreva, we hear about it immediately, or within a period of 30 days, then we do, we sit a period of shiva, and then we also rice kriya. Many say that for a parent, though, one must always do kriya, even if it's a shmur rechaika, even if it was something that was heard 30 days after the person was Nifta. Today, of course, we're living in a generation where we have very quick communications. These shilas don't apply as often, but in fact, in World War II, for example, when many people did not know who was nifter, and word did not come till sometimes months after a parent was nifter, these halakhas were very pertinent. The Gemara says the dinam of Avelos apply to the same people that a kayin can be for, the seven close relatives, a wife, a father, a mother, a brother, a sister, a son, or a daughter. And if someone's wife is sitting shiva for a parent, and we say the husband must be noyeg on Avelos when he's together with his wife, but not when he's alone. And the same thing applies vice versa, for the wife's-in-laws. The Ramah says, we're not machmer to do this at all today, but rather only the person sits for his own parent, Shiva, but the son-in-law of a daughter-in-law does not have to sit Shiva also. If it's a suffolk of a person died more than 30 days ago, we do not know whether it's a shmua kreva or a shmua Rachaika According to the Taz, we're mekel, and you keep only one day of Avelas. But the shach holds the hachmer, since we have a cheskes chayim, so it potentially happened more recently. We know that there's a chazaka that a person is normally living, unless you know otherwise. So it probably happened more recently than that, therefore you have to be machmer. Most of the achreinim, including the shaf shmeitza, Paskin l'kula, Paskin actually l'chumra, like the shach. And finally we say a person is mechuyav to do the mitzvah of kriya in a standing position, not sitting. We learn this from Hiyav. Tavchafala. An oval is mechuyav in kfiyas hamita, turning over the beds, and sleeping on the turned over bed. Interesting, today we do not him like this at all, because we're afraid Goyim might see this and think, some sort of Zara is happening here or, or something something is happening and, and would scare them off. the gemara says an Ovil is Usar to do any of the following. He's also to do work. He's not allowed to do rechitza, except Panav Yodav Viraglav Bitzain, Sikha is also Smearing, Tashmish Hamita, N'Ila Sasandal, and learning Tyra. Except for Inyan Avelas. Taisbus says that a, a, an Ovil is also allowed to learn Iav and Kinis. If however people who come, this particular person who is sitting Shiva is someone who is like a Rosh shiva, and many people come to listen to his Taira, then he is allowed to learn and teach Taira. Today, however, only if he's a Rav of a city, and we need him to pask in Shilos, and there's no one else to ask, then he's allowed to pask in Otherwise, even a Rosh shiva is not allowed to teach Taira while he's sitting Shiva. The says we learned from Yechaskel that Peer is also for an Ovil, meaning that Tefillin is Osr for an oval to wear. According to Rabbi Eliezer, he cannot wear tefillin up to day three of the Shiva. But according to Rabbi Yehuda, he cannot wear them up until day two. I.e., the main pain of Avelos is only for one day. And since we say Mixas hayam kikulai, by the second day one can already put on tefillin. The night of day two was mixtus hayim, and therefore day number two has like passed, so therefore by day number two, according to the rift, he's allowed to put on tvilen. The Gemara says the first three days of Avelos, a person cannot do work, even if he's an ani and needs it for panasa. Between days three and seven, if he's an ani, he can do work, but he can only do a p'tzina. But his neighbors will be cursed for not helping him out in order to prevent him from not doing work. In other words, they should really be helping him, to help him with food, etc., so he shouldn't have to do work. The Gemara says, the first three days, an uva cannot give or take shalom aleichem. During days three through seven, he cannot give shalom aleichem, but he can answer shalom aleichem if someone says to him shalom who does not realize that he's sitting shiva. From day number eight and nine, he can both ask and answer. The universe is if someone comes from a trip, and Leolenu, he came home and found his family in the middle of sitting Shiva. In some instances, he can pick up the Shiva from that point, and he doesn't have to start from day one. The people who go along with the mace to the Besak forest don't begin their Avelos until the actual burial. Those who went home before the Besak forest begin their Avelos when they leave the mace. What do we do today, Le'eleinu, in the following situation? A Levaya takes place in New York on Tuesday. The family takes the Uren to Kennedy Airport Tuesday afternoon. So they come home at 5 p.m. on Tuesday and begin sitting shiva. Tuesday counts as day one, as we say, hayam kikule. so they would get up on the following Monday from shiva. In the meantime, one of the sons of the nifter accompanies the body to Eretz Yisrael and comes home on Thursday to the rest of the Mishpacha, who is now in the middle of sitting shiva in New York. Does he hold their shiva, i.e. he can get up on Monday, or does he have to begin his own shiva so he wouldn't be able to get up until the following Wednesday? The shach in Simen, Shin Ayin Hay, says he sits with the rest of the family. Therefore, at the time they all get up from shiva, he also gets to sit up from shiva. In other words, it's all one family as a whole, therefore he gets to hold the Zman of shiva together with them, even though he came two days later from Eretz Yisrael. Shmuel repeats his halacha, here, on Darchof Base, and he says, halacha ketiv reha bi'aba. On a mace, it's best to bury the mace as quickly as possible, to show we are Makabal, the Ratsan of Hashem. For parents, it's okay to wait a little bit longer, unless it's Erev Shabbos or Erev Tov. Avelos on parents is stronger than for shar Kraven. For example, for parents, one cannot do work after three days, even b'tzina. Mashe'en k'en, for shar krevin, if he's an ani, it's Okay. For Sharkravim, one can go to a Simcha after 30 days, but for parents, one can't go to a Simcha, a chasana, for a full year. Let's say Rachman al family schedules a chasana for a certain date. And two days before the chasana, the parent of the chasana kala becomes an oval, and now begins to sit shiva. Can this parent attend the wedding of their own child while they're in the middle of shiva or not? According to Igris Meisha, Khalik Bey's Simen Kufsa since people today spend a lot of money on weddings, and the wedding of a child means a lot to a parent. It falls under the claw of Hefsid maruba, and a parent could attend at least certain parts of the wedding of their child during Shiva. What if the chasan or kala themselves lose a parent and are mechuyiv to sit Shiva during the week of their own chasanah? What do we do then? In the Meisha Simen Resh Chaf Zayin, the Meisha Zechertzadot Luracha discusses that in certain instances they can still have the chasanah in the proper time. Ayin Shom. The Gemara says that kriya for shark Kravim is a sheer of a tafach, but for parents it's much larger, and it is through all of the clothing. A woman is also mochiv in kriya, but must be careful for its Regarding shark Kravim, a person can rip the bagad with a keli, or with his hand, but for parents, a person must rip it with his hand. The Gemara says if a gadol dies, his base medrash should stop learning as a sign of mourning. And finally, the Gemara says we shouldn't discuss halachic themes or agadis in a base oval. But today, we do learn Mishnais, since that's considered kabad ha Daf Tavchov An Oval cannot leave his house at all for the first seven days, except, as Rashi says, on Shabbos. And people come to him to be Menachem Oval. Shabbos, Rashi says, they are allowed to go to Shul, but according to Raivid, to the Ravid, they're not allowed to leave their house, even on Shabbos. The first 30 days of Avelos, it's usher to get married. If one lost his wife, he cannot remarry for three regalim. Yehuda says, for two regalim. Taisvi says this is to remember how wonderful his first wife was. But if this person has no children, so he hasn't been mekuyim, the mitzvah of Piri Yoribya, or he has little children that they need caring for, then he's allowed to marry sooner than a year. For the first 30 days, it is usher to wear clothes that went through gihutz, special pressing. Rabbi holds that these are mutter, but only brand new clothing are usher to wear during the first 30 days. There's a machoikis if there is a concept of Avelos on Shabbos. Shmuel says there is no concept on Shabbos, but Rabbi Yechanan says there is. According to Teisvis, everyone agrees that public Avelos you do not do on Shabbos. The only Machleikas is, if Pitsina there is Avelos on Shabbos or not. On the Shabbos of his Avelos, an oval should not be part of a mezuman, And he's also putter from Kriyashma, Tefillah, and Tefillin, of course, if it's on the first day. Finally, the Gemara says is the Isra of wearing Tefillin on the first day is learned from Yecheskel due to the concept of Peer. An obel is not allowed to have marital relations, and he is not allowed to cut his hair. When Shmuel heard that Rav was nifter, he ripped 13 begadav. Once clothing are ripped in Avelos, it's a machlekes if one can later sew them back together. The Gemara says there was a machlekes from the Mishnah, if Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and Shavuos count as a Yantav, lekula, or as a Shabbos, lechumra, meaning to say, are they Mavatal, the shiva, or not? Lahalacha, all three are like yontav, and they eliminate the Shiva. And it also eliminates 14 days of Shlesham, as long as we had at least one hour of Avelas before Yantav. Ayin and If a baby was Nifter before it was 30 days old, then it's buried quietly, without a lot of the normal Avelas, and there is no Shiva either. And the gemara asks, at what age do we begin eulogizing a child who is Nifter? The gemara answers, a poor child at age 5, and a rich child at age 6. But if people knew the child well, then they eulogize even at a younger age. The Mishnah. The three signs of Avelos, Kriya, Cholzin, which is exposing of the shoulder, which we don't do today, and the suda havra, the first suda after the levayah, should only be done by the seven Kravim of the Mace. Dat Chafay, the Gemara. But if, if a Talmud Chacham dies, everyone does Kriya, because he's like everyone's relative, as we know. If a person weeps when a Talmud Chacham dies, all of his Averos are forgiven. And if a person does not mourn from a Tal- for a Talmud Chacham, then his children could die. The Gemara says that if a person is present when a person's itzias neshama occurs, in other words, he's a bit right there when a person dies, then he must do kriya no matter what the relationship is. This is similar to a person who sees a sefer Torah burning, that he must tear kriya. We're today not today to tear kriya for every Talmud Chacham unless one is a Talmud Muvak, Then even then it's a question whether he his kriya or not. One should not put a safer Torah on top of any Nifter at all. In fact, the Shach and Simon Resh Pebe says one should not even sit on the same bench as a safer Torah unless the safer Torah is put up at a higher level. This halacha also applies that the Shach brings in Resh Ayin Aleph to all Svarim, that one is not allowed to sit on the same bench as any safer. Also, the Shach adds that Svarim should not be turned upside down. The Gemara relates a story that when Rav Huna was Nifter, they said that he really deserved to see the Hashra Hashchina. The only reason he did not was because he was in Bavel, not in Eretz Yisrael. When the Aran HaMais is being moved, people stand in a line to be Menachem and are supposed to say special tefilas. The Gemara says they wanted to bury Rabhuna next to Rebchia, but people were afraid to go into the cave of Rebchia to bury Rapuna. This is similar to other Kvarim, Kvaras, that we know that people were afraid to go into. For example, the Marasa Machpela the place where the Maral Miprag laid the golem to rest. People here were afraid in the same situation. They were afraid to go into the cave of Rabkhia. But Rabchagi was the one who went into the Ma'ara, and they tied a rope around him in case he would die. They would be able to pull him out. And of course, he was not Nifter. Rabchanan had no children, so he was misbelled for a child. On the child was born, Rabchanan was Nifter. So they named the child after him. And the Gemara goes through specific hespedim that were said for many of the Amoraim who were Nifta. The Gemara says when Rabbi Yaakov was nifter, it became dark in the middle of the day. When Rabbi Hia was nifter, fiery stones came down from Shemayim. One should do Kriya when a parent dies, when his Rabbi Muvak dies, when Hashem's name is blasphemized, when a sefer Torah gets burnt, and when one sees the Mokom Hamikdash. And for these, one cannot sew the rip that he ripped back together. Dav Chavav. When a person reaches Yerushalayim, he tears Kriya once for Yerushalayim, and again another time for the Makam HaMikdash. Bikmar says the mitzvah of Kriya is a shear of one Tafach, which is about two inches, but if one needs to add an additional Kriya for a second thing, then he just needs a shear of a show. Really, Aveilis is only for 30 days, but for parents we say that Aveilis is a full year due to Kibbutz avaim. If a person is sick and his relative or his close friend dies, you shouldn't tell him or her the bad news because it might upset them. And finally the Gemara says an Ovel shouldn't play with a child on his lap because the child will make him laugh and people will then see that and think that he isn't giving the proper COVID to the mace. If someone is traveling for business and he got news about a death of a relative he can complete the business that he needs in order to sustain himself for the week of the Shiva. And the Gemara asks, From when does Kfiyas Hamita begin? i.e. at what point does Avelos actually begin? According to Rabbi Yezer, it begins when the mace is taken out of the house. According to Rabbi Yeshua, it begins from when the mace is buried. When we do kfiyas hamita, we must do it on all beds of the house. Incidentally, today we do not do Kviyas hamita at all, because we're afraid the goyim will see this and think it's ma'isa kshafa. The Gemara says when a melech becomes an oval, everyone sits on the floor, and the melech sits on a dargish, on a low chair. Teisvitz says that today we turn shares over in a base oval based on the old minig of Kvies Hamita. You're allowed to wash dishes in the house of an oval, but you're not allowed to bring in besammen to the house of an oval, the Mishnah. When you bring food to the base oval, it cannot be brought on fancy trays, but only in plain baskets. And on Cholomoyd, the iron of the mace should not be put on the street so as not to encourage Hespaden. And the Gemara says, It used to be that the rich people who died were put in fancy araynas, And the poor people who died were put onto stretchers. But the poor people became embarrassed, so they were massacred. that all people get put just on stretchers. It used to be that the rich had fancy tachrichim, and the poor had only simple tachrichim, simple shrouds. The poor people were embarrassed, until Rabban Gamliel put into his tzava that he wanted only simple tachrichim. So at that point, everyone started to use simple, very simple and plain tachrichim. And this is how is Eizke Pasuken today in Shulchan Aruch, Simon at Shinnun, Beis, that we only use simple Tachrichen, and we're not allowed to use fancier ones. The Gemara says, Ein bifnei Talmud If a Talmud Chochem is nifter on Chola you can be Maspid for him, and the same thing is true on Rosh Chaydesh, and Purim, but only in the actual presence of the nifter himself. The Gemara says the first meal that the Oval eats cannot be from his own food, but someone else must provide the meal for him. We learn this from the Novi Yechaskal. However, two Avelim, if they want, can exchange meals one to the other. So if you have two Avelim, one could feed one, and one could feed the other. Amr bi Amaraf. A person who refuses to be consoled and indulges in excessive grief, he will end up crying for an additional person. In other words, don't cry too much and don't moan too long. The first three days are for crying, the first seven days are for hespedim, and until 30 days, we show certain symbols of bereavement, like, for example, no haircuts. For parents, we're Avelim for 12 months, but that's only for than the Emite, since their din the up, in Shamaim takes a full year. The Gemara says we need to weep extra for a person who is Nifter without having children, since no one will remember his or her name. And Rafuna said, if a person does an avera, does not do chuva, and repeats the avera, it becomes like its Mutter to him, Nasis lokehetem. And finally, the Gemara says, if a baby is born to a Mishpacha within that first year of aveilus, the entire Mishpacha is Nitzel, Midas hadin. Miriam did not die a Stam Misa, but rather a Mises Neshika, very quick, and it was like a kiss from Hashem. The question is, why was Mises Miriam, the Misa Mises Miriam, put next to the Misa and the Halachas of paraduma? Aduma? I think of our answers. Just like Para Aduma is Machaper, so too Mises sadikim is Machaper. A person who dies after five days of sickness is considered to have died what we call a normal death. A person who died past the age of 60, it's called a misa bide If he lives past 70, then it's considered average. But if a person lives past 80, it's called gvurais, an age of strength. However, if a person dies before age 60, then he dies a misus kuras. If a person reaches age 80, and then he dies suddenly, then it's not just a Misus neshika, but it's considered a special Misus Nashika. The length of one's life, his children, and parnosa, are not Tolly in Zhusim, but rather primarily Tolly in Mazel. Plesper says although Zhusim could help in these matters, the Meiri rejects this Gemara and says that the Gemara was just mentioning a Maisa Yochid, but rather even these three things are Tolly in Zhusim, not in Mazel, just as everything else is Tolly in Zhusim. The Gemara says Ashrei Misha Ba Lakan V'Tamudai Happy is a man who arrives to heaven with his learning with him. And the Gemara says the Malach HaMavis was unable to take Rav Chizda's life since he never stopped for even a second learning Torah. So the Malach HaMavis climbed a tree, shook the tree, the tree made noise, that disturbed Rav Chizda's learning for a second, and then the Malach HaMavis was able to overtake him. The Mishnah. Women on Cholomayin may wail for Hesvedim, but not clap. On Rishchai, Dishchanika and Purim, they can clap too. After the burial, they can do neither. In the future, in Tchiyas HaMesim, we apply the Pasik from Yishayah, Hashem destroys death forever and will wipe away tears from every face. And the Gemara says, Shleimah Hamelech said, If a person was Isaac in being maspid others, others will be maspid him. And if someone wasn't of Al they'll raise him up after his death. ben Nevat put up blockades so people would not be able to be Eila Regal. And they eventually were able to remove these blockades so people wouldn't be able to get up to Yerushalayim. The Gemara says when Mashiach ben Yosef will be Nifter, there will be a tremendous hespit for him in Yerushalayim. HaKadosh Baruch Hu promised Yeshiyahu that the Beis would not be destroyed in his lifetime. The Gemara says when someone comes to be Menachem Ovel, he shouldn't say anything until the Ovel speaks first. And finally, the Gemara says a chassan who gets married is like a Kayan who is at the Reish. He gets the first Aliyah and he leads the Mizummin in Ben Shev. The departure of the Neshama from the goof is as difficult for the goof as removing a rope that connects two ships. One who bids a mace goodbye should not say leich lishalom, but rather leich bishalom, you should go in peace. But when you leave a living person, you should say leich Lishalam, you should go to peace. Since when Yisro said that to Moshe, leich lishalom, Moshe was matzliach. Rabbi Levi said anyone who goes from the Beis HaKnesses to the Beis HaMedrash, or vice versa, will be zaycha to be Makabal the Pnei shechina, since he went Michayel El chayel. He went from Torah to Tefillah, or he went from Tefillah to Torah. And finally, the Mesechta ends by saying that Talmili will have no rest, even in Elam Haba, since they will always be growing in Torah, even in Elam Haba, in the Tzion hadran Allah Alach, Mayed,